Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And later we'll be getting back to you, Court, (laughs) (laughs) to talk about about your topic and your picks for this week. They were lots of fun. But first, I think we all, there was something that we all watched this week, a a, Mm -hmm. a movie that came out, uh, Dune. Yes. It was on uh, HBO Max and in the theaters and we've seen it. Um, well, I've, I've seen it at home <laughs> court. I think you've seen it both ways mm-hmm. and yeah. Kelly, I um, watched it at home. home. Okay. But on a large screen mm-hmm. with my Apple AirPods max, uh, head headphones, which was fabulous. So and in other words, I did not watch on my iPad through the iPad speakers. Yeah. And no. I, I watched um, on, you know, my big screen with, uh, and headphones also, mm-hmm. and the headphones, that was amazing. The sound mm-hmm. of this, of this film and the, the visuals were mm-hmm. amazing. And, you know, I felt bad watching this at home on, you know, when I started it on, on Thursday night, um, like oh my gosh I really need to see that on a big screen you know like the first 20 minutes I'm like oh my gosh if I made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and you said that Friday I already had tickets um I was supposed to go with my sister and she is the dune person like she's the person who has been in love with this series forever she read the books and she saw like the original movies and the miniseries from from Mm sci-fi Like she is obsessed with this movie. So I tried not to tell her that it was coming to HBO Max because I wanted her to come to the movie theater with me. But she found out. So uh, she canceled on me. So Friday, like when we she all canceled, talked, she canceled and she watched it like that morning. So I canceled her tickets. And, you know, I have subs. So mine was easy enough to like cancel because mm-hmm. it was later in the day. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't feel like going out now. And I just, I was like, blah, I'll watch it on TV. I don't care. And then you guys started talking about it and you're like, I really, you know, I think I want to see this on the big screen. I was like, shit. Um, <laughs> my hair's not done. So I, I, I put on a hat and I went out, um, found a, a showing, you know, I like an almost empty theater. I found an almost empty theater, but there were still a good amount of people in there. Oh, yeah. Um, Yep. Um, I went to like uh, the AMC, uh, my usual Dolby theater that I like with my comfy seats and, you know, nice. the beautiful sounds. And oh my God, when I say this movie was breathtaking in the movie theater on the big screen, yeah. like I was just sitting there in awe. Like, I don't feel like I've, I've been to the movies like this. Like this just struck by like the artistry and like, I can't think of anything else I've seen that it, that's just been this beautiful. Like I was sitting there wow. looking around like a little kid, just like trying to take everything in. And um, you had mentioned um, like, maybe I'll watch it at home first, just so I can know when I can go take a pee break. Yes. Um, <laughs> AMC has a bad habit of playing um, trailers for like 30 minutes before the movie. And I got there on time, unfortunately. So I sat through and I was getting pissed with each trailer that they showed, but I forgot being pissed off, like when the movie started, Mm -hmm. but I did have to leave, um, like for a quick moment. And I wasn't really upset because I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this again on HBO max. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I came back again, just, oh my God, the beauty of this on the screen. And I ended up watching it again last night. Um, I, 
you guys know I multitask when I do everything, mm-hmm. like when I'm watching TV. Um, this time around, I popped my oval, put some rosemary on it, lights were out. I did not touch my phone for a good two-hour two solid. I only had to pick it up, like, at one point in time because I had to. But, like, I was that into this movie. Um, one thing about seeing it in the theater, there are parts of it, some of the dialogue that you miss out because of how swelling and big the music is. Really? And... And I didn't see the closed caption. Like they have a theater with closed caption. I didn't go to that one this time. Um, but I'm glad we were able to have closed caption on um, HBO Max because there was mm. a, there was a lot that I'd missed well, in the theater. And also in the theater, there there are um, parts where they're whispering. And mm-hmm. they, yeah. I mean, can you, is that? Some of it you couldn't pick up. Okay. Uh, yeah. But of course with the, the headphones, mm-hmm. you know, could hear, hear yeah. it all. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the music was stunning as well. It was Hans Zimmer, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just fabulous. Like, yeah. One of the extras I watched um, after I watched on HBO, um, like they talked about it. It was Denis and Hans. He's like, he, he said uh, when he went, when he knew he was going to get this movie, he knew he always, always, always wanted to work with Hans Zimmer. So he reached out oh to him God. and he said, Hans was like a big kid because he's read the books before and he had this huge vision of what he always wanted it to be and so he jumped at the chance uh, to do this movie mm-hmm. so, and oh my I, I'm still blown away with how beautiful and perfectly done this was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and I can't believe they didn't like film like the at least the first two together because I mean just the way that it's the story is told yeah mm-hmm. you'd think that you would see more you would you, well you would think that they would have done it and then you would you would have been some things would have been expanded upon in the second and third yeah so yeah. i don't know what they were thinking but like everybody i've spoken with who had seen this like they were like where's my second half of the movie immediately yeah. uh, and we'll talk about details at another time right right yeah. like just like the disclaimer i gave with um halloween kills like just know that this oh, is a right. part of something right. larger mm-hmm. like a lot of people have gone back to the david lynch version because they want the other piece of the um the story they want the rest mm-hmm. of the story mm-hmm. yeah and with that i guess all the pieces of the story were in that one film right i mm-hmm. i mean i saw well, it but i don't remember it mm-hmm. it wasn't even like it was, was it one piece it was like six hours it, it was one of those minis so it was long. It was really long. Okay. So and then of course we the had children series. of Dune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Long story, long book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now we have to see what Chloe does. She gets her turn in a couple of weeks. I've heard good things so far. Right. Right. And it, I've heard it's, it's very um, unlike the usual affair of the MCU. So Kelly. Chloe. Oh, out. Eternals. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all both watched um, Invasion. Yes, I did. Yes. Yes. Also oh with the headphones. <laughs> That's yes. another one to watch with the headphones on. <laughs> yes. Them. So. Oh, that talk about not multitasking. <gasps> yeah. That yeah. gripped me completely. All three mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. So Apple TV Plus, y'all. Ah. Uh, yeah. And I had just planned just, to watch the first episode because mm-hmm. I started at like 10 o'clock last night. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> were you up all night? 
oh yeah we finished this one yes yeah yeah like 12 30 or 1 when I when I went to bed yeah Yeah. and did y'all recognize the music by Max Richter immediately immediately in spite of my telling you well Well, we had I had that in my head but yeah but you could still tell yeah there's there's a style yeah, yeah, like certain composers have a fingerprint. Like it's yes. um, Richter, Carpenter, um, Zimmer also. And who yeah. is the other person? John Williams. John Williams and Bear McCreary. Mm-hmm. Like um, you, all you need is just a tidbit and you're like, oh, I know who did that. Yeah. 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 But oh my God. Um, Invasion is so fantastic. It, it does the thing that I always want to see where we get to see different um locales yeah. all over the world yes. mm-hmm. and it does not focus on the un- u.s yes we do have stories yeah. up in there but like right. we're not the main storyline but mm-hmm. i love that we get the um the japanese um version of nasa yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i love that we are no spoilers but i love that we are getting personal stories it's not yes. just the invasion yeah it's it's who these people are mm-hmm. yeah we're really mm-hmm. getting to know them. Yeah. 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 So if this were a two hour movie, you know, of course we'd miss out on all that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, I, I don't know how many episodes this is, but it's like, ten. A, so it's ten? a 10 okay. hour movie. According to IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Coming out every Friday. Well, it mm-hmm. gripped us quickly. So let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So only one other thing that I'll talk about that I watched. And I'll just mention on uh, HBO max four hours at the Capitol, the -hmm. documentary, have y'all watched that? Mm -mm. Yeah. It was very interesting. I thought it, so it, it's not, well, okay. It, It was from the perspective of the insurrectionists. You know, it's the camera and not cameras. Well, there were some cameras and then, you know, cell phone footage with them going in. And there were some interviews with like Chuck Schumer and a couple others, a couple other um, capital workers and um, the capital police officers. The bulk of the interviews were with insurrectionists. So it was really interesting that it really was from their perspective and they weren't repentant. It was just very matter of fact. So that was fascinating. It, so the documentary really felt like it was documenting what happened, yeah. not giving you an opinion except Chuck Schumer's opinion was strong he he used some cuss words at the insurrectionists yeah so it was good yeah yeah i enjoyed it i should say yeah like i'm always amazed to see how unrepentant they are in the face of hey you just did something super criminal and like you're talking about it on Mm -hmm. tv Mm -hmm. okay cool like uh, you know you can be arrested you know this can be used as evidence (laughs) And, and at least one of them was. Okay, good. Yeah. I think a couple. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe a few. I've already forgotten because I've watched yeah. so many things since then. 
Mm-hmm. I watched this before Dune Invasion and my regular Friday things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you got to cleanse your palate afterwards. <laughs> yes, yes. And it also makes me just forget. Yeah. So yeah. Is it like what a horrifying day? Like that was yeah. Just... Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I I watched lots of movies this week. So last week it was like all the TV shows. This week it was the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the well, this one was kind of a combination, I guess. The Kingdom, uh, Ashen or Ashin of the North. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, basically it. It seemed like it was a couple episodes of our of our show, Kingdom, because it's you know what they had produced pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. and had not had a chance to film the rest because it does seem like it's the opening of the season and it just kind of ends and it's like wait a minute <laughs> it, it just seems okay. like it's a couple episodes put together and mm. you know that's that's all they had before they had to shut down um, and so thank you for giving that to us <laughs> mm-hmm. a short film well a few short films um, one marvel short film um all hail the king <laughs> no um bruce campbell was not in it, <laughs> Damn it. no it's uh the the character that ben kingsley plays um okay when he goes to prison this mm-hmm. and this movie was it's from 2014 so i you know i just like let me see what's on on disney plus and went over there mm-hmm. i'm like oh okay this is just a few minutes okay i'll watch this so <laughs> to 10 or Titan, or whatever. I don't know. It's bizarre. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. It's, well, it's made, well, maybe not ever, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made by the, the same woman who made the movie Raw. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Lots of weird shit happened in this film. And yeah, Court, you will love it. Whenever you see it, it is totally in your wheelhouse. And okay. it's, you know, it's mine too, because it's weird, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So, yeah. So I, I felt like I did a fair mix of shows and movies. Like I watched a lot this week. Um, don't tell work, but I watched a lot this week. I got some work done too. Um, I did have a chance to check out Dope Sick with Michael Keaton um, oh, on yes. Hulu. Yes. Um, I think they had dropped the first two episodes two weeks ago and um, mm-hmm. like they, then they've been going from there and it's just, it's heartbreaking um, yeah. to see what this company, because of course it's based on the true story of what Purdue did to, um, you know, make Oxycontin seem like it was just like this really harmless drug that people would use to soothe their pain and it wouldn't get them addicted. And of course it did. And it shows you so many viewpoints. It shows you Purdue and like them coming up with this plan. It shows you mm-hmm. um, their salespeople who went out to talk to these doctors and to talk them into, you know, getting their patients um, not hooked on because that's not how they said it. And like, but hey, you want to help your patients here? Give them this. They'll mm-hmm. need it. So mm-hmm. I have loved Michael Keaton and everything he's done for yeah. decades, and this just continues it. Um, it. It hits you right in the heart of it because, like, it, mm-hmm. it's it's true and it happens to people, and it's yeah. so. Are you caught um, up? No, not because okay. I've been so many other things, but um, yeah. I started. I did start it. Yeah. Um, 
Kelly, what do you think of it so far? Oh, love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and sorry. yeah, um, Peter Skarsgård and yes. not Skar, uh, Sarsgård. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sarsgård. Do, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> I know. Because I, I was gonna like back going back to Dune real quick. I did not realize that was Stellan Skarsgård playing the dude, <gasps> the Baron. Oh yeah, God. Had, yeah. Like that, I did not. That was great. Yeah, I, I kept trying to look at him to say, "Who is this? Who is this?" I couldn't figure it out until I saw like those extras um, that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I checked out Queens. Um, that's that new ABC series yeah. that follows the yeah the four uh, former black. Um, I guess they 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 were rappers. Um, you know, it had that whole rap diva thing that was going on back mm-hmm. in the late '90s. I think the first episode was titled 1999 when their one album came out, and they were super hard, amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, that has Eve, Brandy, and Notori Naughton from Power, mm-hmm. um, and Nadine Velasquez. Um, and they did a really good job with that and kind of building up them as characters and like people who we want to see going forward because you have the them now in their everyday lives. Um, <clears throat> one is closeted and just starting to come out. Um, one is um, basically a, a mom of five. She used to be like very um, open with relationships and now she's, she's the mom. So uh, you get to see like her kind of trying to reclaim a bit of that, especially after she uh, walks down her husband and one of his students. Asshole. Um, and uh, like you had this one who is a, a morning show personality. <laughs> I was going to say that was a theme in some of these shows we watched this week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Brandy, Brandy played, you know, she was a rapper and she's still trying to make her way. So she's got something going on with her daughter and we don't know who the daughter's father is. It's something mm-hmm. going on. I'm going to keep watching it because it's very, it has a lot of music in it that I love and it's very old school. So I'm very surprised that ABC is doing it. I, I want to support it because I don't want them to let it go away. Like I'm, I'm very scared of network shows because you know, it's not like what we get elsewhere. They don't mm-hmm. give us everything all at once or get, yeah. you know, show us, Hey, you're getting at least 10 of these episodes and then we'll figure out what we're doing. You know, they'll give you a couple. I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. Nah, we'll cut it. And, and so, let us know if La Brea ever gets any better. Girl, I, I missed the last week's episode because I was busy. Okay. I was like, do I want to do this or do I want to watch Friday the 13th? I'm going to watch Friday yeah, the 13th. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it a billion times, but I know what I'm getting. Um, I, I watched Midnight Madness. I know we said we were going to do it for Easter and I'm still going to do it. Oh, again you mean Midnight Mass? Easter. Yes. I call it midnight madness because it was madness. Um, I'm not going to talk about it a lot because Kelly still has to watch it. But we yeah. we recorded, we stopped recording. I watched something else, and I was like, okay, let me check out the first episode. Oh, I watched scenes from Mar- a marriage, and the first episode, it was great. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it, but I, I wasn't down for all they were bringing. Yeah, I, I needed something not that traumatic, and I did mm-hmm. skip ahead. Then you went to midnight mass. I went to midnight mass. And less that was traumatic. more my flavor. Less uh-huh. traumatic. Yeah. More my flavor. I like scary <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. It's, it's I, I don't like real yeah. world stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I watched the first episode. I was like, okay, this is interesting. Second episode. Okay. Let's see where it's going. Third episode. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I watched it all the way through midnight. I watched the whole thing within a wow. few hours. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. I'm trying to figure out how to structure it, you know, the watching. 
like, okay, watch two, these two episodes on Thursday, watch these on Friday and this, you know, ended on, on set, yeah. you know, I couldn't, because, I couldn't stop. I mean, it really, it, and you know, I mean, it's good to watch that way as like mm-hmm. one long movie, but it's also good to stop and digest. And especially if, you know, a lot of it, a lot of the episodes, you just have two people sitting there talking for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's why I definitely want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> great. It's a great show. <laughs> and I started Foundation, Kelly. You were right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to move too quickly with it because we had all this other stuff that we were watching. And of course, yeah. I kept jumping around to other shows, like locking key yeah. back for the second season. So I was like, let me watch an episode of this. There's just no time. And I watched I TV. <laughs> yeah. Now, Foundation is fabulous. I did. I had to get my work Lee Pace. Oh, my God. Yes. Do you yes. follow him on Twitter? I don't. And now I'm follow at... him on Twitter. I'm going to do it right now. Yes. Like, that's another. I, I saw that after I watched June because I needed something epic oh. also. And, like, you had told yeah. me about it and someone else was talking about how if you loved yeah. the epicness of June, check this out. And like the yeah. world building, oh my god! Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I saw a, a trailer for Foundation, you know, when I, before one of the invasion episodes, and I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I need, yeah. To, I need to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So it's funny, like Dune, Invasion, Foundation. It, they're not similar, but they, yeah, except that they're epic and, um, you know, other world. And, uh, and then like when I was watching invasion, so that's on Apple TV plus. So, you know, they've got the scrolly thing showing their originals and there's invasion Mm -hmm. and there's foundation. And then over there is for all mankind. So they're Mm -hmm. really digging the space thing, (laughs) which I'm digging too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I do love for all mankind. Mm -hmm. Is that it for, uh, that's. Yeah. Non-theme things. Um, yeah. yeah, non-theme things. Everything else is kind of um, in that wheelhouse, even though it wasn't yeah. on the list. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> what was our theme, Court? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, as you guys know, it's my favorite time of year. Uh, I, I watch scary stuff all year round anyway. But now I get to make you guys watch them with me. So, Yay. <laughs> We watch, um, you know, spooks and treats and things that make you uh, roll over in the middle of the night. Like, what's that? And yeah, I did. I, I, I freaked myself out. I watched that many. I still freak myself out. <laughs> but Midnight Mass and Titan, those might be a little more. <laughs> uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you think is the scariest movie you've ever seen? It remains The Exorcist. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, And um, like, I'm curious what the kids would say because I've heard that a lot of the kids who've seen The Exorcist, they're not scared by it. Hmm. Well, I guess today, 
you know, the makeup and the effects just aren't nearly as good. And they have their own possession movies. And maybe demonic possession isn't scary today. I don't know. Maybe there are so many movies about it. That's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. I've seen this. You remember when Blair Witch came out and people were calling that the scariest movie they had ever seen? I'm Mm. like, what's up with that? I I didn't like get it. And I just listened to the Ruined podcast about that one too. Oh, really? And yeah, Yeah. I think it was last week they talked about it. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) they were saying how groundbreaking it really was groundbreaking because it was. Yeah. But by today's standards, it might not be so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that that was one of the first found, was that the first found footage? Like horror movie? One of, and it's probably one of the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay yeah but like kelly said i wasn't really scared by that one mm-hmm. like I, I feel like i've seen so many other things that like that was just oh, okay cool mm-hmm. it didn't freak me out mm-hmm. so i'm gonna look at the list well, i'm gonna tell you guys everything that i watched <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> you did all the extra credit i did all the extra credit and then some mm-hmm. um, i almost did all the extra credit i didn't do two of them okay uh, which ones didn't you do, Kelly? I did not do Halloween Kills or Hellraiser, though I've okay, seen well, Hellraiser talked- in the past. I, I saw Hellraiser. Yeah. yeah, right. And yeah. we already talked. You, you said you're going to wait for Halloween Kills because uh, yeah. you want to wait for the next one. And like you have less than a year now, so it's cool. Cool, it works. Cool. Um, but I did watch Halloween Kills again. Then I went back and watched um, Halloween One and Halloween Two. Um, I watched the entire Friday the 13th series. <laughs> I did not watch the TV series, which I've seen before and I love. But of course, that has nothing to do with my uh, with um, Jason Voorhees. That's more so um, like they had a spooky store, like an antique store, and people would buy things. And it would yeah. be cursed objects. You guys have seen it before, Friday the 13th series? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Okay. Um, it used to be on Prime. I don't know that it is anymore. Um, if you guys ever want to check it out, um, and of course, I watched Friday the Thirteenth, which I said I watched Fog. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street because I had watched that right. before. I the watched Fog, but not that bullshit remake. Not that bullshit remake. Yeah, I- I'm sorry. Um, I love Tom Welling. He's amazing. He's one of my favorites, Little Superman. But um, that movie was not good. The script was bad. I'm sorry, and that that's the worst thing. So we can talk about when you look at the fog, the um, 1980 version. It doesn't have all of the you know CGI or the effects that we see in that whatever 2000 version. Um, but it's got some really interesting characters. Um, and when you look at it now, sure the effects aren't up to today's standards. But I feel like that's a part of what makes it scary. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, they were doing practical effects. Mm-hmm. And so, which means that, yeah, something that could happen, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And like, it's weird, like, like watching that scene with um, Tom Atkins and Jamie Lee Curtis's character in that truck and the glass just bursting in on them and them just yeah. sitting in the middle of nowhere with like the fog potentially rolling in um, to the windows. Like my heart was racing a little bit watching this movie. Um, and we had, who else was in this? Uh, her mom was in it. Uh, Janet yep. Lee of Psycho fame and the birds. Um, and we also had, is it Hal Holbrook? 
Yeah. So it was a lot of uh, cool older actors mm-hmm. um, who weren't that old in the 1980s. Apparently, uh, Tom Atkins, anytime you see Tom Atkins in movies, he's getting the girl. Like he is somehow getting the girl in the bed immediately. Because I went oh back and gosh. I watched um, Halloween 3 as well. He's in there too. Um, and there's just like this random sex scene. And I don't oh know if, if that, that was a 70s or 80s thing. And he, he's cool, but he's Tom Atkins. Like I don't look at him like that. I mean, the mustache was sexy in um, Night of the Creeps. Have you guys seen him in that? Night of the Creeps with like, these little slug things that you know came down from space. That they're alien and um, origin. <laughs> and um, you guys have never seen Night of the Creeps? Damn it, it sounds familiar, but I don't think I watched it. Well, I'm, I may assign that as my request <laughs> for our creature feature. Right, yeah, for our creature feature whenever oh, okay. we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Because they are creatures, and I'm not going to ruin anything. But he was kind of hot in that, so I can see how you would fall in his bed. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I, I, that I thought that the effects in the fog were mm-hmm. better than the effects in New Nightmare. I mean, watching on my new good TV, yeah, um, like when I would watch things on, on our old TV before we move and moved and got a new TV over the summer, you could see the effects of yeah. anything, you know? So they were dodgy even on new movies because it was yeah. just uh, like a 16 year old TV. So what could you expect? But now, you know, things look amazing, but Oh my God, just the effects in new nightmare were just yeah. ridiculous. So <laughs> I'm watching the fog and like the glowing fog coming across the the sea uh, the bay whatever and I'm like okay that that's fine you know that it's glowing cool it's supernatural and it's just so much better than new nightmare which came out in 94 94. so um 14 years later Mm -hmm. (laughs) um totally fine you know it just it was just funny but New Nightmare was totally campy. I'm not trying to skip ahead to that one, but. <laughs> no, it was totally campy. Yeah, and nice. like, that's yeah. one of the things that works for it. Um, how far into the Nightmare series did you guys watch? Not for this, but like period point blank. Like have, how far have you gone with Freddy Krueger? All the way? The original <laughs> two and then this. Okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I may have I seen all of them. I don't, I don't know. It's been a minute. Yeah. All right. Um, so Freddie is like one of my favorites. I told you, like uh, he he's like one of the first horror faces I remember seeing growing up. And when I, w- when I went to dinner on uh, Friday, I, I met a friend for that afternoon. We went to dinner and we saw a woman at the restaurant wearing a red and green striped shirt. I'm like Freddie. <laughs> It's like, come was on. she? Do you think she was wearing it because it's the Halloween season, or was she wearing it seriously because it was a red and green sweater? And, I mean, just it was a sweater she liked that somebody actually made a red and green. Well, of course, it could be a Christmas sweater, but why would you wear a Christmas sweater at Halloween unless you're being, uh, unless it's an homage to Freddie? Yeah, I, I, I didn't think about why she wore it. I'm just like, oh my god, look like Freddie. Yeah. Yes. I think it's a bad oh, choice unless you are paying homage to Freddie. Exactly. Any time of year. Exactly. Any time of she year, even to, Christmas. 
you know, maybe she was going to a Halloween party later. Maybe she had the yes. hat and glove in the car. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll say that. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it a part of that yes. story. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. But like with, with a new nightmare, I know you guys said it's super campy. So, uh, Susan, you did continue, but you probably don't remember like all the details of the sequels that came after. So no. the original, of course, is the most scary because it's, it's the original. It's yes. the one that came first. It's it's where he is at his scariest. Um, like it's, it's he didn't really make all the you know wisecracks that you later come to know him for. Like Freddy's a smart ass. Like um, Jason <laughs> is a silent. No, Jason's a silent killer, and he'll kill you in a creative way. Michael, Michael's just gonna kill you, and like he may do it with force. But Freddy's going to talk you to death before he kills you. And then later, weren't there like Freddy versus Jason? And there was those. And I don't think I saw those. Yeah. And if you're not into horror, I wouldn't recommend like that's just for like, hey, I love horror movies. I love these two different series and watch these two kind of clash. Yay, fun. Um, Mm Because you don't if you watch that, you're not going to really invest in the characters because like paper thin. And I was actually rooting for them to all die. Um. (laughs) <laughs> but like watching the nightmare series again like i didn't watch all of them this time around because i'd I'd watched them again maybe two months ago like from start to finish and like part one part two part three part two used to not be a favorite of mine i guess maybe because i miss nancy part three we get nancy back and um that's the dream warriors um like that has always been one of my top three favorites um, it's still scary, but it also has creative kills and it has, um, you know, Freddie being his against Sonarchy self before he kills everybody. Um, <clears throat> the series starts to get super, super campy and four, five is like my least favorite along the six. I'm going to make those yeah. two my least favorite. Um, they're really cheesy. Freddie is just in it for the last. And, um, like if you look at a new nightmare, um the scene where heather is being interviewed and then um england robert mm-hmm. robert england comes out and he's in the freddy garb and he's all like everybody's cheering everybody's wearing freddy costumes like that's the point it got to like he was the um he was the showman and like people were going into yeah. the laughs of it and, and like, that's what it became. That um, scene, I, I found that scene like really silly. It's like, you're, you're why would you go to that interview in your costume like that? It's real. I mean, it's very realistic. Like if you go to the cons, they have horror cons, but if you go to any yeah. kind of cons, like that's what it is like. And people who love horror movies, they're that into it. Like that. That's yeah, the, the people do. are, but the actor's not going to show up in all of that. Usually they may they no not really they wouldn't there if someone's there just if it's Freddie, it might be someone else um like not robert mm-hmm. but like i guess that was just for the movie for him to come out dressed up mm-hmm. and like also like this was the first time we'd seen Freddie since he apparently was killed off and Freddie's dead so like mm-hmm. that was him oh, yeah. coming so back to the fold what, what the was costume. the timeline of this because this like um new nightmare was what 1994 and mm-hmm. then all the other movies were before that. Let me, I'll, I'll tell you what okay. the timeline, because some of them, 
Weren't some of those after? Like Freddy's Dead, was that before or after? I know you're looking. But... Um, Freddy's Dead was before New Nightmare okay. and um, A New Nightmare came before Freddy versus Jason. Like Freddy versus okay. Jason had been percolating for forever, but you know how that goes. Um, like they couldn't get it made. Right, the they had to time. like cross, you know, yeah. intele- I, I, the intellectual screen. property, right? <laughs> Companies, yeah, like Alien versus Predator, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah. All right. Um, this Freddy's Revenge, which was part two, was in '85, so that was a year after the original movie. Oh, yeah. Um, part three was in '87. Part four was in '88. Freddy's Dead came out. I skipped five because that movie was shit. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was so bad. Um, Freddy's Dead came out in 1991, so three years after that. Um, we got a new nightmare and of course wow. West uh, West didn't have any involvement with any of them um, I don't mm. know that he was involved in part three so we know we got him in part oh, okay. one because the original okay. um, he didn't really have any involvement with part three at all which again really? is like the second or the first like who, who, who's ranking them no it's one of the top three number one part three and um, a new nightmare are the, like the top ones um, but West originally and i was reading i was reading up on it um we were doing this apparently west had proposed a script for a new nightmare back when um part three was being considered mm-hmm. and they did not like take him up on it like they didn't wow. pick up the script and i'm glad they didn't because we needed to see birdie's rise first and his fall before we could get to where he is mm-hmm. in a new nightmare because again with a new nightmare um like we saw him scary as hell when he first came out and Wes in the movie talks about how you'll have a scary movie and it'll have so many sequels that it will dilute you know what that original movie was um and then yeah. like with the new nightmare like you got this entity and you find out that this entity um like he had somehow like bonded with the fear that was created by the movie series mm. and like when the movies ended when they killed off freddy that entity was set loose and now it's back again trying to get out into mm. the real world so i love but I did love it this story. because it was all in the script right <laughs> that was no like the script was being created mm-hmm. like by the entity like wes okay. wasn't having these dreams himself okay. like the, the entity was creating everything or okay. like Wes was having these dreams of things that were already happening because mm-hmm. um, at one point, um, oh, at one point at the park when um, Heather is with John Saxon, who's amazing, who I loved him forever um, and little um, Dylan, Dylan. I, I want to call him Nico because that's his real name, but little Dylan was climbing on the rocket and um oh, yeah. he, he's like god wouldn't take me we later see that that's in the script that that uh, mm. west is working on right mm-hmm. or like they show at one point where things are happening and the, the script is just steadily being created um yeah. so yeah like there is no way that we should have gotten this movie and like before we did like i'm very happy mm-hmm. with the timeline that it was on just because i appreciated it more i guess And Mm -hmm. there were a lot of tidbits about this movie um, that reflected Heather's real life. Like her husband really is um, like a makeup art, not a makeup artist. Like he really does uh, work on effects. Yeah, Mm -hmm. effects. And that was, you know, a a thing that 
that of course I noticed with talk of a strike and everything and with the the death of the cinematographer this week. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of the things that they're fighting for are more reasonable hours and, Mm -hmm. you know, and all of that. And it's like, well, if I leave set as a three hour drive and all that, and you saw him falling, you know, he fell asleep on the way Mm -hmm. back home and that's how he died. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, they're still fighting for that today. <laughs> yep, yeah. they're still fighting for that. And um, not on topic at all, but Claudia Black, um, like she was in Farscape, Pitch Black, and some oh, other yeah, things. Yeah. One of my favorite sci-fi actresses. Mm-hmm. And like she, um, I think it was this morning, had posted um, like a story from her time on Pitch Black where she was like one of the younger actresses and um, they had been shooting for six days straight and like the crew was exhausted. She was exhausted. But one of the producers, wanted them to try to push her another day and of course they were working with weapons and everything mm-hmm. and um he asked her like like would you do this can we do this for like for another day and um like she told him she like let her think about it or whatever and then she went to talk to some of the crew members to see how they were feeling because she said she wanted to put everybody's safety first like she like can you logically do another day or should we take a day to rest yeah. and the crew was like no we kind of need to rest so she went she was the voice she was the person that spoke up and yeah. said, no, um, we're taking this day. And she said the producer, like initially he didn't say anything. And then he was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, and she, she, in her tweet, she was asking for other actors to kind of do the same. Like if they have a voice to use that voice to protect the crew um, so that situations like what happened before don't happen mm-hmm. again, or like you can try to safeguard against it. Cause when you're tired, you're not thinking mm-hmm. and they're they're firing yeah. like these very real firearms they're calling them props but they're really firearms yeah. also yeah. and i've just still heard so many different stories coming out of that set it's crazy like the, on the news earlier the crew um they said that the crew had walked off because of safety issues that were going on mm-hmm. wow yeah yeah so it's horrifying yeah yeah and so many people are writing that they like me thought that people were just using like the fake weapons and everything was being added cgi later like i didn't mm-hmm. realize mm-hmm. like actual guns were still being used mm-hmm. right and like we, we just yeah. talked about the crow was that last week yep yeah yep yeah and now this and how did they get a live uh live ammo onto set why would someone do that don't they use live ammo anyway or in some cases some of them do use live ammo or like when they're saying live Mm -hmm. ammo it's still blanks like some of them say it's still blanks something like there was some kind of malfunction there was a tweet that i saw earlier that showed like a setup of them using a blank an actress Mm -hmm. shooting a blank and there's a plexiglass shield and there's the camera but there's nobody standing behind the camera they didn't you know don't even take a chance that yeah. the shield's not going to work yeah. and you could see right. the flash of the muzzle that something came out yes yeah. yes um so was that this i i what i read yeah. was that it was quote live ammo and I, like I, all i read and, that there was a blank but someone handed the gun to him and he didn't check it um and it but they what, said what i read cold- they use the phrase cold weapon, cold gun. It cold was in it. They, okay. the dude who handed it to him used the code phrase for 
it's safe. It's safe to fire. Some, what I read, the person who handed him the gun is someone who ha- shouldn't have been handling the gun in the first place. Wow. Um, that's what I read. I and mean, maybe we're getting so many different stories out at this point in time. Right. Um, so we'll just wait and get the. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like from a lot of the different stories, not from this, but like people who are yeah. experienced with handling um, weapons on set. Yeah. Um, they say like when they're handling them, um, like they look to make sure that the barrel is empty, like when they first get it and they double yep. check it before they fire it. And uh, one guy said he double checks it after it's been fired also just to make sure it's been cleared out and they hand it off to the armor from there. Um, yeah, this, this was horrible. And um, I feel so yeah. fat, sad because it didn't have to happen. Yeah. yeah. I, hor- horrible all the way around because they kept showing Alex's picture. Like, I don't yeah. know why that was necessary. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's the only yeah. fact that we know is that he's the one who fired the gun, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. But we don't know all the other circumstances. Yeah, leading yeah. up to it. Yeah. And there may be, yeah, different stories that come out from the set. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, whew, I'm trying to figure out. I know. This is not what you wanted to talk about <laughs> when you were talking about this movie. When you wanted to no. see this movie. No. So, I'm gonna pull it back a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Nightmare on Elm Street, a Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, a new nightmare. Um, so there was a lot of metafiction within this, just mm-hmm. because they broke down like the fourth wall so many different times. Because yeah. of course you had this movie that was based upon this well-known series of horror movies, mm-hmm. um, and you had the the real life actress, lead right. actress playing herself. She right, she's a playing version herself, of herself, a version of herself. And um, they, in the credits, they had credited Freddy Krueger by being played by Freddy Krueger. It wasn't really? even played by, yeah, yeah. And okay. Robert Engels t- played himself because within this movie, like the, the Freddy Krueger is supposed to be the entity. Yeah, it's supposed that's right. To be that's right. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Um, and like it, just little stuff that came out. So um, New Line Cinema, which is the studio, is considered the house that Freddy built. Mm-hmm. Like he was their biggest. Um, thing ever um, when Heather went to the offices there that that was really the offices of New Line Cinema, cinema um, and a lot of the people that she met there um, when her husband was dying or about to die he was singing um, R.E.M.'s R.E.M. like R.E.M. Mm-hmm. Sleep he was singing Losing My Religion and um, he did not get to the line that says I thought I was thought it was just a dream when he died <laughs> yeah so um and like there were just so many other little things in there like the doctor who um suspected that she was showing her son these movies and who was judging her (laughs) for showing uh, dylan these Mm -hmm. movies apparently uh, was named for the head of the npaa which used to give them horrible ratings. yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. oh my gosh Mm -hmm. so yeah like this one had so many great callbacks to a lot of the um the original movies um, like at Chase's funeral, you got to see some of Nan- Heather's old cast members from like some of the movies yes. or some of the, mm-hmm. you know, like the guy who played um, Rod, who uh, they thought who killed Tina. He was at the funeral um, Tuesday night. She was at the funeral. She was in another one of the, the um, nightmare movies. All right. And I'm not going to talk about this one anymore. So clearly you guys can see um, this is like one of my favorite movies. I can talk about um, 
like Freddy Krueger all day. Like, and like I told you guys, I had bad dreams last night. <laughs> too many horror movies. Too many horror movies. Even though I watch it in the middle of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, any other thoughts that you guys had on this one before we go on to another one? No, I no. talked it all out. Yep. <laughs> all right. Did you guys have anything left um, about the fog? No. I didn't watch no. it. <laughs> Okay. Um, I like that three women got top billing in the yes. credits. Mm. That was yeah. awesome. I love that. And yeah. as always, um, like we talked about recognizable music and sounds. Anytime you're with a Carpenter movie, you, you know, mm. like Carpenter had something to do with the music just by like the sounds of it. Because uh, you get that yeah. with Halloween um, and Christine, just very distinctive sounds for Carpenter in movies. Yeah. All right. What else did we have on this list? I watched a bunch of stuff, y'all. So Scream. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes, the original. So let's keep it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's keep up with Wes Craven. Yeah. Um, so, yep. A year <laughs> and more kind of campy stuff too. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. I love Scream. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and at one point, um, Rose McGowan says to um, Nev Campbell, you're starting to sound like some Wes Carpenter movie. Wes Carpenter? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Wes Carpenter. <laughs> oh, too funny. Did you guys yep. catch and Wes in the movie? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't where remember was where he in the now, movie? but I did catch him when it happened. He was uh, dressed as the janitor and he had yes. a red and green sweater and the hat. Yes. <laughs> Oh. sweater this weekend yes. <laughs> yeah. yep. but I loved how they yeah. were you know listing the rules mm-hmm. for horror movies it's like they listing the rules and then flagrantly breaking them and guess what it's a rule yeah. for a reason <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. Brandy is the only person who took it seriously with the rules. Yeah. Everybody else, mm-hmm. like, okay, you're giving out these rules, but we're teenagers. It's a horror movie, yeah, whatever. It's a joke. Yeah. 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 We know what's really going on. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I remember yeah. the and, first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just to say, the first time I saw this, you know, you, you expect Drew Barrymore to get away. Yes. Yes, she's and, and they pulled a Ned Stark before <laughs> yes. Ned Stark was even a thing. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I was just going to say that same thing, Callie. Like, you think Drew is the star of the movie. Like, she's yep. the biggest name on this movie. And yep. they kill her within the first five minutes. Brutally. Yep. yep. Yeah, and, like, they use, of course, the technology of the time. Like, we didn't really have caller ID back then. We didn't no. have cell phones. Uh, we had landlines. Um, and what were they called? cordless what yes thank you the cordless yes, cordless phones. Phones. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you can move around and talk but like it, it, you know you're beholden to that so i'm yeah. very curious what they're going to be doing in the next uh i don't know if it's going to be more than one but there's another mm-hmm. one coming out in january oh wow right. yeah right. and i mean you can block your caller id but yeah who how many people answer unknown caller not how many people answer <laughs> scam likely Mm-mm. you know yeah or even numbers that don't have a name a- associated with them 
-hmm. Now you can make a number look like it's coming from the phone. That's yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Um, So you guys only watched this one. Um, You didn't watch like the second or third one. In the past, I have, but not this time. Not this time. Okay. Um, So I watched this one and part two. Um, And these were really well-paced movies. And like this one's considered uh, the rebirth of horror because, you know, with the original A Name on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and like the slasher horror flicks, um, they were considered played out um, you know, at the point where they were too cheesy. The people weren't, weren't really into them if they, you know, weren't horror fiends mm-hmm. <laughs> or into that kind of thing. And this was kind of a reintroduction to horror for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, hey, come back and see what we had now. Uh, so it was pretty mm-hmm. horrifying because it, it kind of, you know, delved into the reality. You know, who could mm-hmm. be the killer? It could be someone super close to you. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, it had been a while since I'd seen it and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, who was it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I yeah. remembered who it was. Yeah. 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 Who they mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it was still fun to get there. Yeah. I'd forgotten at first, like before putting the movie on, I'd forgotten that Courtney, Courtney Cox was in it. Yeah. Okay. Is this how she met David yeah. Arquette? Are they yeah. still married? No. Oh man. I they probably broke the time... up years and years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think by oh. the time the third one came out, they were getting a divorce. So it's really? been a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was. Oh, it's been a while. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. And that's sad because like you could tell how into each other they were. Like the the chemistry yeah. like bled all the way through to yes. the first and second yeah. movies. Yes. So I'm I'm very curious to see. Like even though I don't ship people in real life, I don't do that anymore. I learned my lesson. But um I would be curious to see, you know, if any of that still is there in the new one. Because they're both supposed to be in the new one coming out too. I don't know how much because you know how it goes. Oh, wow. You got the the, yeah. the old um, you know, old bunch. The old, older group, and then you got the new class of folks they have to induct, mm. unless okay. they induct them and then still kill them off and keep the older. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm good with however it goes, even though I don't want them to kill Sydney. I love Sydney. Yeah, my girl has survived a lot. <laughs> they yeah. all have. just got to go on to the next generation. <laughs> Is Randy going to yeah. be in it too? Um, spoiler. Oh, oh, he died. He got killed. Um, so in the second one, yes. However, he technically oh, was in the third one. That. He technically was in the third one via <sighs> video. So he, he his presence okay. was there. And let me just say this. Um, for the new one that's coming, I keep saying, um, I don't know too, too much about it, but I did see a trailer in that long ass opening. Getting ready for doing the other day. Um, but apparently the, the new victims are all related to like someone, like either characters, not characters, either like the killers like Billy and like the original killers from the original movies. Um, I think like many of the victims that are popping up now are related to the original killers in some way. But they have siblings? They, siblings, cousins, third cousins. I don't know. 
don't know. Fourth cousins twice removed. You and your entire family for generations to come, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's that kind of vengeance. They're cursed. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I don't know if it's also victims, you know, from the past movies as well that they're related to, but I mean, because it's only what four, because you had the two in the first movie and the two in the second movie. There was one in the third movie. And he was related to Sydney. I don't know. My goodness. Yeah, they couldn't be. He looked so confused. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. They were too young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, I was very glad to read Sydney didn't it's get pregnant from having sex that one time, did she? I hope not. Like, we did miss some time when she went away to college. So we could find out in this new one that she had a uh, a love child, a love hate child, given up and for adoption been, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and it's been a minute since uh, was it 1996? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25 year old kid. kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Look mm-hmm. at you, Kelly. <laughs> they would do something like that. Yeah. Why not? You're talking about, yeah, like, so that kid then could be potential victim of Skeet Ulrich's family's fourth cousin, eighth removed, (laughs) coming back to avenge his death or try to get that kid on board to, who knows, they'll think of something. I think the victims now are related to the killers. Oh. The victims. Okay, then okay. this will be a potential victim. Right. Okay. Right. Ooh, okay. and there is some young girl who she goes and introduces herself to, but she doesn't look 25. Oh. Look at you, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Well, in the movie before it comes out. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I normally don't like to speculate about things yeah. because I don't want to be spoiled. So, like, recently... Yeah. One of y'all mentioned, I think it was you, Susan, how some uh, podcast ages ago, or did I listen to this on a podcast I was editing? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Something I Um, said like five years ago that I don't remember that I said because it was, but it's on a podcast, but it was in my voice. Some other podcast had speculated that Lori was pregnant mm-hmm. um, and, and was going to, uh, the baby was going to depart on departure day in the leftovers. You said that in some, and that it must, it must have been ago. one of the podcasts that, because that <laughs> had to have been during season one. This no, no, okay. that had to have been like during season one of the leftovers as we were yes. watching week to yes. week. So I because, heard it on there. Yeah. Oh my Lord have mercy. Oh my and God. I was thinking, Good job. I am so glad that I didn't know that ahead of time because I loved just having that happen and being surprised and enjoying, I mean, terrible moment, but you know what I mean? Enjoying the moment of storytelling. Yeah. 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 And so to go in with all of these theories that you really think, not just theories as about what if this, what if this, what if this, you know, if you have like a dozen theories and you're not attached to any of them, Mm -hmm. then maybe, but even then, like, chances are you might be right about something 
And to me, that lessens the enjoyment of the story. If you've already thought about it, maybe I really, uh, maybe, but I really love seeing what their minds come up with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm, I know what you mean, Kelly. Like that's one of the reasons why I don't like watching the trailers, the all the trailers that come out after that initial trailer. Mm-hmm. Like I'll see the original, mm-hmm. but after that, I don't yeah. want you spoiling mm-hmm. anything for me. Yeah. Like don't yeah. give me the entire premise. Then, I hate that. Yeah. You know, yeah. there are unscrupulous people on on the internet who are, mm-hmm. you know, saying, Well, I have this theory that blank and they yeah. might have access to an actual spoiler and that's what and they're you know just trying to disguise it and spoiling everybody yeah don't worry don't do it that's not what kelly did no no but but people love theories and speculations Mm -hmm. they do that's one of the reasons they listen to podcasts right Especially like when you're working with like a mystery movie or a show, like only um, mm-hmm. murders in our building. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean that, yeah, that's yeah. a natural for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go go watch stuff like that. Speculate on that. Right. Yeah. Right. Then I guess I could say. I mean, I haven't watched that one yet, but um, <laughs> like, I think some shows like that, like murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. I. I do contemplate like who did what to whom. And even with Mayor of Easttown, you know, I was definitely trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And, and I prefer show like in a murder mystery type thing. I, I don't like it when it ends up being, if if they're toying with you and Mm -hmm. and trying to show you, okay, look, you can figure it out. And then whammo, no, you couldn't. If they're not acting as if you could figure it out, then cool then I mm-hmm. just watch and I don't even try, but right. uh, like in Mayor Beast town, no spoilers. They, they were showing us things that we could speculate about, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I was doing it a little bit, but not so much. Cause again, I just wanted it to unfold. So anyway, tangent, mm-hmm. we still have witches yeah. of Eastwick to talk yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I watched okay. Firestarter. I'll just say I loved that one. And the music was by Tangerine Dream. Mm-hmm. They did the music for Risky Business. Y'all remember that? Okay. okay. Yeah. Like that scene on the train, uh, you know, the train yeah. scene. Yeah. They were really famous for that one. Okay. Which is. Oh, one thing about Firestarter. I always okay. used to mix up David Keith and Keith David. Yeah. Like oh, for this reason. Who, yes. who doesn't? They have the same name. Okay. Just, you know, they do. Palindromes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. No, but I watched this one again too. I, I, I still love it. Even yeah. though um, George C. Scott's character comes off even more creepier than I remembered. Yes. Like, please yeah. leave this child alone. Like, you're being And the hand over his heart, you know, <laughs> before. That scared the shit out of me. That was like the yeah. scariest part of the whole movie, like getting ready yeah. to hit someone in the nose and shatter their bone into their brain. Yeah. Oh, but I haven't forgotten that, that you can kill someone doing that. Yeah. Just in case. Right. <laughs> the things you learn from horror That's, movies. <laughs> yes. Have that in your back pocket. Yeah. Just in case We've you can't seen that in other movies too. 
not starting with the hand on the, the heart thing to do it. Yeah. But uh, like we've seen it in other movies, like doing it with the palm of their, yeah. you know, the, mm-hmm. the bottom of their hand. So there are multiple ways to do that. Yeah. You know, self-defense, you never know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like we got to be careful. And, and you can get sharks away by bopping them on the nose. It's not to break their nose, but you know, I'm you not bop going them. deep enough to have to bop them. But okay, <laughs> we've talked about this. I know. Jaws was almost on the list, like mid <laughs> mid calf. Yeah, oh, can still see through the water. Bop. Exactly. That's you know, and run out if I need to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Little bunny foo-foo hopping or yeah, little bunny foo-foo hopping through the shallows, scooping up the sand sharks and bopping them on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that little bunny foo-foo. Okay. Witches of Eastwick. Okay. So the witches of Eastwick. I had not seen this one in I don't even know how long it's been. Oh, okay. Um, so this was 1987, um, directed by George Miller. So this had Cher, Susan Sarandon, haven't seen anything with her in a while, um, and Michelle Pfeiffer as Suki. Like, I I have always loved Michelle Pfeiffer. (laughs) She is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I found this movie so, so interesting Uh, because you have these um, three unmarried ladies. Uh, One's a widower. um, One is divorced. And one's husband just left because she had too many kids. Mm -hmm. Was mm-hmm. that the okay? Yeah, um, he had nothing to do with that, <laughs> right? Right? I mean, at least one or two has to be his, like from the way they were framing it. But so, of course, uh, there's a lot of um, moral judgment going on in this movie. <laughs> oh, right. And then you have one character that's all she does. So mm-hmm. yeah, but in some ways, she was right about a lot of the stuff she was saying because she was saying mm-hmm. that the devil has come to town and. The devil yeah, yeah. really did come to town. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were summoned there. He was summoned there because um, of our three witches. Um, mm-hmm. And like, they didn't intentionally, like it wasn't one of those scenes where, you know, they're like, oh, we need a man. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's do a spell together. That's they were kind of what it seemed like though, even though, they, yeah, they weren't doing that, but they were sitting around talking about, oh, we need a man. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, they conjured him just from like, I guess maybe their internal desire and like talking about yeah, it, but yeah. it wasn't one of those scenes where like, oh, let's do a spell. Like, okay. I'm not into right. this, but let's, right. let's do this. Like I read this yeah. in um, Cosmo magazine. Let's do right. <laughs> Cause they, they could have totally done something cheesy like that. We've seen movies yeah. where they do that and say so mm-hmm. yeah. they don't have a ritual itself to bring him, even though we get that awesome scene of them expelling him from their last yes. later in the movie. Um, yeah. But he, he arrives, um, and of course, it's Jack Nicholson, who we all, you know, love. Um, well, I don't. Well, I, I love Jack Nicholson. But I don't know. Watching movies. it this time, yeah, it was. Just you didn't like, get it. Like no, him? It just didn't. No, not ending at him either. No, <laughs> um, especially when he. It's like, are you trying to seduce me? What's going yes. on here? You know, that know. scene is like the most unsexy thing ever. It is. And so, and, and during lunch, he's talking like a feminist. And mm-hmm. then he, you know, spreads out on that bed. And he says, I always like a little pussy after lunch. What do you say <laughs> to share? <laughs> yeah. And, and she, uh, during that whole scene, she replies, 
you're not even interesting enough to make me sick. (laughs) That's great. That's a great line. (laughs) Oh, like how did he pull them in? Was it the sheer animal magnetism of like who he was? It was the spell. Yeah. Because so, you know, so it works that they got Jack Nicholson instead of um, name somebody hot from the eighties. Like who, who is the Barbara Sally Trison married to? Brolin? James Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. Or even Tom Selleck was really oh, hot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Damn, that mustache. Yeah. I, I love the mustache. I'm sorry. I need, I need to get that <laughs> tattoo. I'm sorry. I need that yeah. tattoo on my finger. <laughs> so Jack Nicholson was only 50 in this. Only? He was 50. Only? Well, okay. I know. I think he, I, I don't. I don't know if I think he looks a bit older or not. I, I I think it's just, you know, some actors are significant. He's 84 now. Yeah. yeah. So some actors are significantly older than you. And so you always think they look older. Yeah. And yeah. yet, yeah. like, I, I'm looking at Susan Sarandon, Michelle Pfeiffer and Cher. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're babies. Yeah. But Jack. Even though, like, I, I forget, I looked it up and I forget what year was the last, his last listing on IMDb. It's been, oh, maybe 2010. Um, but yeah, with him, I, there wasn't a, I don't think there was a dramatic, ch- obviously there was a dramatic change over the years, but it was, I don't know. I'm, I'm, he still looks older. Mm-hmm they look like babies. Like I don't look at them and, and like, I, I look at them and I recognize they are significantly younger than, than I am now. I look at him then. And I think, how is he two years younger in that than I am now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's weird. I don't, I, it's nothing. I don't. And that's, I, it's you know, judgy. One it's of, ageism, right? And and one of the ways that that you know the movie just for me it just didn't hold up anymore. <laughs> so for oh. that, for you know the age difference, and then it's like, well, all they're doing is talking about Jack, and you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know, and because he is so, and, yeah, and and he's so scuzzy. Um, and yet they, they fell for it. And mm-hmm. I think part of it is because they were lonely and there's mm-hmm. no one else in town. No one is Small wooing town. them. Nobody right. is flattering them. And so here's a dude who's this, um, is he even charismatic? I don't know. But he's or is it this just the stranger. Magic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This stranger whom they summoned who's now flattering them and wooing them. And they're like, Oh, wow. And then I guess it's good sex or it's sex. (laughs) It's like pizza where, you know, something's better than nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you haven't had any in ages, though clearly Mm -hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer has had it at least within the past, what, couple of years, because doesn't she have a baby or at least a toddler? Yeah, yeah, but he pulls her in because she can't. She doesn't scare him off with all her kids. He's intrigued by the fact that she can get pregnant. Yeah, even though 
I love when they all found out that they were pregnant and they were like that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they were done this. three or four weeks. Oh, you do not know you're pregnant when you're three weeks. Nobody can tell. So did somebody from Texas right. write that? I know. <laughs> yeah. Three or four weeks. I mean, unless you're doing like, you know, in vitro or whatever, then you don't know. Even though then you know that they got in, you know that they got transferred. You don't know that they stuck until right four well, weeks or yeah, yeah. Right, like yeah. You I, can't detect the H- think H- They've C- done like G- preliminary tests at two weeks and yeah. and then you know, not post period. That's how you no time no it. no no. We're talking like post implantation. Yes. Or, no. And that's four weeks or, and that's four weeks post period. So that's okay. four weeks pregnancy. Yep. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, his outfits were fabulous though. Like at yes. the end, that long pink coat. Oh my mm-hmm. God. That was great. Yeah. I'm not it's saying all I want to get a man messy. wearing that, but that was great for him. I mean, if he can carry it off, like some, yeah. some dudes can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, despite uh, lack of sex appeal, I, I still enjoyed, like, this. I, and I, it made me wonder, like, how how their relationships had changed between each other also. Because, like, there mm-hmm. were rumors that maybe they were all together. And maybe they were. And it was, it was okay. Like, it was fine, mm-hmm. despite, like, again, like, the moral police that was calling them out in the grocery store. I got really yeah. mad at Susan Ferrandon's character at the grocery store when they were calling her a slut or whatever, and she ran yeah. out. I was like, fuck mm-hmm. them. Get your stuff. Yeah. Unless you do not want to give this money, woman your money. Like, t- say that and just mm-hmm. mark yeah. off. Like, you have nothing yeah. to be ashamed about. You are single. Yeah. Be happy. Yeah. Like, because she looked amazing. Because yeah. when, when the movie first opened up, she was all buttoned up. She had her glasses on. And like, she, she wasn't really excited. I'm not gonna say she wasn't exciting. I'm saying she wasn't excited about her life. Um, yeah. And she, she hadn't had kids or anything. And she, you know, she was a little unhappy, but like walking yeah. through that store, like she was chomping on the pickles and she was clearly happy about herself and life. Yeah. And did it have something to do with the dude? Maybe a little bit, but more so with her embracing, like whatever they were doing, like it had more yeah. to do with her than right. him, I think. Yeah. yeah having fun in her life <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and then embracing like I guess her her inner power because not even having anything to do with him that scene in the school auditorium or music room or whatever mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. she t- tells the kids to throw away the music uh pages yeah and like she just she's you know telling them to go ahead and play from the heart and they're all just having a ball I love that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that was great yeah I kind of wondered about them doing a sequel with all of his sons now. Like, who would mm. we cast with his, his his hot sons? Like, we'll think about oh that. I need time. But I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. The warlocks of Eastwick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to find out it's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get no credit yet again. Oh, all of our ideas. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, that's the fanfic. We can write Ooh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
let's do it I'm down <laughs> oh and if you guys haven't had a chance to um movies that made us is back with another um entrance or whatever you call it right. installation freddie is yeah. one of them yep. yeah yep it has oh. halloween friday the 13th and um nightmare on street so yay check those cool. out and i think we hit all of them all as right. much as we can so next, next week yeah tell us kelly what are we doing next week we're doing like part all two right. of what we did before. yeah so previously we did um actors who music and now we're doing musicians who movie so we are uh, keeping up with a share theme here and we're going to watch Moonstruck on Pluto and the music of your choice. Uh, three actors, I mean, three musicians in one movie, Macy Gray, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg all in training day. That's some uh, rhyming going on there. That's on HBO Max. And this is the film for which Denzel finally won a Best Acting Oscar. And finally, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Sorry. Palmer on Apple TV Plus. But the required music. <laughs> you can listen to whatever you want. The required music is jizz. I can't even say it. <laughs> Jizz in my pants, which you'll find on YouTube. <laughs> That's right. Not dick in a box, but jizz in no, my pants. <laughs> you can watch dick in a box, but Kelly's favorite is jizz in my pants. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, eventually that's Ooh. what she said, but you know, yes. it took her a while. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know because if he already made his, <laughs> his he took it out and put it in the box. <laughs> well, he was young when he wrote that song. <laughs> when he performed those songs, he was very, he was still in his twenties. Right. <laughs> so. I guess there's so. plenty Hopefully. there's plenty <laughs> yeah I but just that Justin is not my Justin <laughs> it's the wrong JT <laughs> it is wrong. oh same initials yes that's the wrong JT <laughs> <laughs> so you would want Justin Thoreau doing covers of these songs no, no, <laughs> no. Spoken that word covers. Wrong. Spoken word covers. Oh my gosh. Could you no. imagine him doing sad karaoke on these? <laughs> oh my God. He and Woody just finished shooting the White House plumbers. That's, that's done. That's a wrap. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have a new Justin maybe out next year. We already know it was next year. I don't know the date yet, though. They don't know the date. When they know, they'll let me know, and I'll let you. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I have not been drinking. It's just (laughs) talking about Justin just does that. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it just the word jizz? Definitely an explicit podcast today. (laughs) 
So yeah, send us your lists of um, song titles or phrases that you want Kelly to read. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see if she can get through them without laughing hysterically. (laughs) Normally I can do things with a straight face. There are just a few trigger things that I can't easily get through. Everybody take a deep breath. (laughs) And... You'll make your list of things to watch next week. And until then, geek on.